We completed our website redesign a few weeks ago, and in today's episode, I'm sharing what I learned throughout this process. I hope this episode is a unique behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to redesign your website, even when you're someone who redesigns websites for a living and knows what they're doing throughout this process. It was definitely eye-opening, and I hope that you'll take a few things away. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of The Vine Podcast. And I'm really excited for this episode where I'm going to be just sharing from a really candid perspective what it was like to redesign our website. Now, for those of you who are brand new to the podcast, maybe you have just checked this out because you are curious about what it might be like to redesign your website in the future. My name is Madison Wetherill, and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. Over there, we specialize in custom websites and brands for food bloggers who are looking to take their business to the next level. But in this episode, I'm talking specifically about our own website redesign, so for the Grace and Vine Studios brand and what that was like. And it's very interesting because you would think with doing this for a living and this is what we do for our clients on a monthly basis, we are launching and designing websites. It would not be such an eye-opening process, but I think it really solidified a lot of things for me about the way that we do things as a team and how different elements of this process are super important. So I will just go ahead and say that this episode is going to be a little bit less scripted than normal. I do have my kind of like main headings and you know bullet points that I'm going to go through, but I am going to try to keep this still short and sweet like our episodes usually are because I like them to be easy for you to get through quickly and have some tangible action steps for you. So, and then the last thing I'll mention is that in the show notes, we're going to have quite a few other episodes listed that we have covered in the past talking about the redesign process and specifically what our team does. So if that's something that interests you, then definitely check out those additional episodes to listen to. So like I mentioned, we redesigned our website a few months ago, and this is something that I feel like I needed for my business for way longer than I care to admit. And it's something that we started the process of working on back in April. And I know that specifically because we had a team retreat in April where most of our core team members were able to fly out to Arizona and stay here for a few days where we were able to really dig into the company mission and the team values and just the direction for the team moving forward. It was also just such a fun time to be able to spend time together in person and in real life and get to know each other outside of kind of our Zoom rooms that we are frequently in together. But that's how I know that we started this process in April, even a little bit before that, because by the time we met up in April, we already had our new branding done. So basically that means that from April to August, we were working on the designs for the new website, the strategy behind all of the pages for the new website, and the development of the website. Granted, this process was slowed down a little bit by me also preparing for all of my maternity leave podcasts and email marketing and all the things before I headed out on maternity leave in August. 
But still, the process took much longer than I would have expected it to, again, with the fact that we do this for a living. That timeline, however, was more of a reflection of me doing a lot of the strategy, design, review, all of that type of stuff on my own, alongside with the team, of course, but the process took a lot longer because of kind of how everything needed to go through me and that ultimately slowed us down because my plate was very full in preparing for maternity leave. So the first thing that I learned in this whole process, or the first thing that was really solidified for me, is that strategy really is the core of the redesign process. Now, I talk about this all the time when I talk about how we work with clients and how important branding strategy is to your overall business. I feel like strategy is like a buzzword that we throw around constantly in my world and you know in the podcast and all of that but going through this process really solidified that that is such a key component of the redesign process because it was really first of all it was the thing that held us back from making progress on certain pages because we needed to understand the overall strategy behind a page before we could put any you know pretty fonts and colors onto paper which meant that I really had to sit down and think about what was the intention behind that page and what was the goal of that page? Like, what did I want someone to do on that page? And so this is really the part of when we work with clients that I love the most is really thinking through that strategy, but it's something that I hadn't had to do for myself in quite a long time. And really the last time that I redesigned my website, I probably wasn't really very strategic in how I was doing it. And I know that I have tweaked and, you know, twiddled with things over the years on my website to get it to where it was before we redesigned, rather than it being like an intentional process where the whole thing is being overhauled. So this time around, I knew that we needed a complete overhaul of everything on the website. And with that comes the need for a really clear direction and strategy behind the redesign and why we were doing it in the first place. The second thing that I learned was that having others in the process with you makes the results better. I say that first because I can compare what my website looked like before we redesigned it and what it looked like afterwards, but it also has to do with the fact that throughout the process, my team would have other ideas for things or they might have questions that would bring up another idea. And so throughout the process, because it was a collaborative effort, like it is when we work with our clients, the results were better than they would have been if I had just given the idea and that was the final say. That collaboration and style of working with others and having someone to bounce ideas off of is one of the biggest values that I think our clients get when they work with us. And it's one of the biggest values that they've told me that they get when they work with us throughout the process because it is really hard to get out of your own head when it comes to redesigning something for yourself. It is very difficult for you to think outside of yourself and to think about what your audience needs because you are so, so close to it. And so by having somebody on the other side who's able to challenge what you might think or to be able to present another idea to work through, you're able to get better results in the end than you would if you were just coming up with it all on your own. The third thing that I learned is that there is value in the process and going through a redesign process like this, not just the final results. So of course, at the end of going through a redesign process, you want to have a beautiful website. You want to have something that is functional and it is fast and it is, you know, all the things that you want it to be. But going through the process to get there is actually one of the most insightful parts of the entire journey. And I truly don't think that you can get the results that you're looking for 
of having that beautiful and functional and strategic website without going through the process of building the strategy and really asking the hard questions to dig deep and figure out what your brand needs to have on the website without going through that process. I think if you had asked me before we redesigned the website, if I needed to go through my own process and strategy, I probably would have told you no, because I probably would have said, oh, I don't really need to go through that. It's like so second nature to me. I'll just know what we need. But at the end, I really did need to go through a little bit of my own process and strategy to be able to come up with the results that we did. Because if not, it's again, so easy to just stick with what you already had or not really dig deep to figure out, well, is this even working in the first place? And if it's not working, how could it work better? So the whole process of starting from scratch, like really stripping it down to bare bones and building it back up, that whole process was so valuable for me in solidifying my brand messaging, my own brand strategy, our ideal audience and who we you know, are trying to attract to the podcast and to our website. It just helped solidify everything for me. Now, this one just makes me laugh a little bit because I think this is probably something that I... I've seen our clients experience this, but again, I think going through it myself, I probably was naive in thinking, oh, this won't happen to us. But the fourth thing that I learned is that there is always way more work to do than you realize when you are redesigning your website. Now, again, for our clients, we have a package that they are you know, signing up for. It has a specific amount of pages that we're going to redesign from top to bottom, and it's going to have that web design strategy built into it. But there's always stuff outside of that that needs to be worked on by our clients. There's always things like revising some of your email marketing strategy. There's things like looking at other pages that weren't included in the package, but still need to be reviewed. Things like your about page or contact or like an FAQ page. There's just always extra stuff that gets dug up when you are redesigning that you have to take care of. And of course, I have coached our clients on this. I have helped them through figuring out, you know, priority lists of what to do before launch and what to do after launch. But when it came to our own site, that was something that I didn't think to look at until we were reviewing our final developed site. And I realized, oh, there's all these pages that we need to do something with. So I laugh at that because it's something that I know but I didn't necessarily expect to experience myself in going through the redesign process. And then the last thing is that you probably need a redesign way sooner than you think you do. And I say that from personal experience because I would venture to say that I probably needed to redesign our Grace and Vine website at least a year and a half ago, maybe a year, but It's very clear now when I compare the two versions, when I compare the branding from the old version to this version, how outdated it felt for where our business is at now. And I know that that is what happens with our clients too. They know that they need to redesign, but it gets put off. It gets put to the bottom of the list or, you know, maybe you're saving for the investment of it or you're waiting for the right time. But at the end of the day, it's something that you need sooner than you probably think that you do. And so I say that because there are things that you can do in that waiting period when you are working towards being ready that will help you in the overall process. And again, I mentioned that we're going to list a bunch of other episodes that we've talked about our web design process. And I think those would be helpful to go through. But I think if you are even listening to this episode and you're a food blogger who knows that you want to redesign your website, I would really encourage you to put a date on that. And in an episode that we just recently recorded with Allie Duran, who's one of our clients, she talked about how she put a date on when she was going to 
start working with us on redesigning her website. And I think that can be so helpful because so often it's easy to just push things off inevitably when you know you need them. And unfortunately, then it becomes an emergency situation or a rust situation where you're not able to give it your best effort. But if you're able to put a date and say, in six months, I want to start redesigning my website and I want to work with this person to do it, you're going to start noticing things for that next six month period that you wouldn't notice if you hadn't committed to that date. And so again, I just wanted to share that because I think for anyone who's listening to this episode, whether it was just to hear about our process and just because it was a little bit more of a personal episode and you just wanted to hear that, or if it's something where you know that you need to redesign your website in the next, you know, however long of time, I would really just encourage you, put a date on that, start making plans, start taking actions that lead you towards making that happen. Because like I said, you probably need the redesign sooner than you think and Going through the process does take time, whether you are DIYing it on your own or you are working with someone like us to redesign your website. If you are DIYing it, I can almost guarantee that it will take you longer, again, because it's hard to get out of your own head and it's hard to envision what your audience needs when it is just you, not to mention all of the tech stuff that is going to come up in redesigning it yourself. So all that to say, factor that into the timeline in which you are putting off, whether that's intentionally or not, redesigning your site, because it's going to add time just going through the process, whether that's on your own or with someone else. The last thing that I would say that I learned from our website redesign is how much of a difference it makes to have something that you are proud of and that you are excited about when you are working on your site. And granted, our website is not something that we're necessarily, well, I shouldn't say we, my team is updating the podcast weekly with new episodes and things like that. But for me, I am not necessarily working on my website in the same way that I do my food blog, for example. But being able to open up a page or share a page with someone who's interested in one of our services or even the podcast page makes me so much more proud now that the results are something that I know I can stand behind and I'm no longer finding, you know, things that are wrong and feeling like I have to drop everything to fix a broken link or a broken image or something like that because we've gone through the process of overhauling all of that. And so now I'm just so much more excited about what I get to share with people. And I'm excited when people are going to go over to the podcast page or browse, you know, our different blog posts by categories. And it's just given me a rejuvenated love of our website and I think that that is one of the most intangible things that you will get from the redesign process is being able to have that result of something that you are super proud of and you're excited to share with people. It just makes such a big difference. And again, this is that's something that is so intangible and it's not something that you're going to be able to, you know, quantify or give a certain value to. But when you day after day go to your website and you don't like the way that it looks or you're constantly fixing little broken things and adding band-aids and researching what plugin will fix an issue that you have it is a draining process and so to be able to go to something that is fresh and clean and beautiful and reflects your brand it really just is a whole different experience so like i mentioned we have a couple of episodes that we've done in the past talking about redesigning your website in general so those will be listed in the show notes of your podcast player and they'll also be listed on the blog post that you should definitely go check out since you i'm sure are a little bit curious about what our new website looks like and you can check that out just by going to graceandvinestudios.com and then clicking on the 
blog or podcast tab. But episode 94, we talked about what is the ROI of a new website. Episode 110, I was interviewed by our online business manager, Jillian, talking about our web design process. Episode 117 was questions you should ask before hiring a web designer. And then episode 134, just a few episodes ago, was is it time to rebrand? And then we've also interviewed quite a few of our clients at this point who have talked about their experience of rebranding and redesigning their website with us. And they've also just shared, you know, kind of where their business was at before redesigning and after redesigning. So you can check out episode 108 with Kate Ramos, episode 130 with Liz Marino, or episode 135 with Allie Duran. And again, when you go to the new website, you'll be able to search a little bit easier to find those specific podcast episodes with clients, or you can search any of their names and they will come up as well. I hope that you will check out a couple more of those episodes if redesigning your website is something that you know that you want to do. And if after listening to this episode, you are feeling that nudge of like, oh my gosh, I know that this is on my list. I need to stop putting it off. Then please do stop putting it off and reach out. We would love to chat with you. As I'm returning from my maternity leave in the next few weeks, we're going to have spots open to get on a call with me again. And we'll be booking for our 2023 start dates in just the next couple of weeks. So I would love to chat with you and hear what it is that you would like to see different on your website and just see if we would be a good mutual fit to work together. So again, I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but you can head over to graceandvinestudios.com, click on the services tab to learn more about how we work with clients or check any of the links in the show notes. I hope this episode was interesting and fun for you to listen to. It was, like I said, a little bit less scripted than normal. So I feel like I've been rambling for the last 20 minutes, but I hope this gives you some just tangible things to think about when it comes to redesigning your website and kind of what to expect because these are definitely realizations that I think each of our clients have made as well throughout the process but it was definitely something that was very eye-opening for me to go through as a client of my own so thanks for tuning in this week guys and I will talk to you next week Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.